podcast i'm libby and this is episode oh crikey i've done it again i've completely forgot to look up the number of the episode oh every week every time this is just ridiculous anyway it's another episode i've got heaps to talk to you about i've got three things three main categories that i'm going to cover today um it's just it's really not that formal we'll just let's just start again do, 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 do. hi everyone welcome to the truly mental podcast i'm libby this is episode i can't remember again it's lovely to have you with me. You can find me all over the internet as Trudy Myrtle. I'm Trudy Myrtle Photos on Ravelry. Uh, no, on Instagram. Oh my goodness, it's going to be one of those days. <laughs> I'm going to have a sip of tea. Shall we just start? We're just going to start. Okay, so last time I told you um, that I bought a few things in Australia and I didn't have to time to tell you what they were. So I'm going to show you today. I'm going to, I'm going to show you the things I bought in Australia. I've got a really, really exciting design release to talk to you about, and I'm just going to tell you where you can find me because I'm going to be around and about the next over the next week um, here in Auckland. And um, if you want to catch up with me, I'd absolutely love to see you if you're local, or if you're not, if you're flying into town, come and see, come and find me wherever I am. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, the things I bought in Australia. So that was just such a good time. I'm still buzzing about my trip to wool gathering. I had such a brilliant time. I can't recommend it enough. I just getting away to a wool event, a yarny event, and um, oh, it's just about wool gathering was amazing. Anyway, I was picked up from the airport. I was whisked into Melbourne, um, and I was taken straight to the very beautiful, very sweet maker maker store in Melbourne. Um, I just knew I would love stuff in the store the minute I walked in the door because the color palette was just totally me. It was absolutely beautiful. It's funny, isn't it? It's different stores have different color palettes, I I think, I sense. Um, I like a lot of stores. Maybe, maybe I just like all the colors. I don't know. But this was beautiful. M has a really lovely range of colors. Uh, but there was one yarn that I knew she stopped that I knew I wanted. So I had a quick look around. There was actually a knitting group going on at the same time. Mm, got a frog in my throat. Mm. There was a knitting group going on at the same time. So I had a bit of a chat to them as well. Uh, but I headed straight for the pile of yarn from uh, Knitcraft and Knittery. And I bought, I bought four skeins of absolutely beautiful, super fine, ethical merino, to make a cardi and in the sort of blush blush slightly dirty pinky color I absolutely love it it's it reminds me a lot of the pinks that I got when I used avocados for dyeing um, I don't know if you if you haven't followed me for a while but ages ago it was probably a year ago maybe it might have been a year ago um, 
I did a whole lot of dyeing with avocado pits. Uh, we have a local uh, friend of mine grows avocados out where we are here, and she has an organic orchard. She's not certified, but everything is organic in her orchard. Um, so we have an abundance of absolutely beautiful avocados from which are seasonal from October through to February. That's that's our avocado season and she delivers to my door once a week and I buy mountains of these luscious avocados. Now if you have never tasted an avocado straight off the tree that hasn't been sprayed to make it ripen, it hasn't been sitting around, you need to try that <laughs> because they're beautiful. Um, they're creamy, they take a, a much longer to go off. They, they're just, when you think that maybe they've turned by looking at the outside, you open them and they're perfect, they're buttery. Before they've gone to that slight yellow, slightly sharp taste that avocados can get. I am an avocado connoisseur now, after years of having these absolutely beautiful avocados. But that reminds me, these beautiful avocados remind me of this lovely colour. Uh, so I can't wait to make a cardigan with this. I don't quite know when I'll do it, but I'm going to have a bash, just a fingering, a light fingering cardigan. You know how much I love those. A lot, a lot. So I was super pleased with those. Uh, it took me quite a while to decide. I'm really hopeless at choosing on the spot. I wanted a lot of the colours and uh, it, was, it was quite hard just to narrow myself down. I find in those situations when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I start by just taking out things I know I don't want. I try and narrow it down. So I look at all the range and I think, okay, I've got that, or I've got a lot of that, or I don't want that, or that's not me. And I narrow it down, narrow it down. So I'm left with, you know, two or three choices. It makes it much easier. I just, I just get paralyzed when I have uh, lots of choices. I find it really, really hard to choose. Um, I never used to be like this so much. It's definitely crept up on me the last couple of years. So here we go again. Must be age. Must be hormones. Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, after that, um, uh, Karen, who, who runs War Gathering, she picked me up. Um, we'd met up with Helene from Happy Go Nitty by then. And we shot off to this absolutely beautiful shop, which I'd forgotten the name of last time. And it was funny because as I was editing the video, one of my kids was looking over my shoulder. And I got to the part where I said, I went to the shop and I could see the door. And I can't remember the name. And she was saying, Fiber Smith, Fiber Smith over my shoulder. <laughs> so clearly she knew the name. Um, Anyway, it was Fibersmith, and I remember when Fibersmith opened, I started following them uh, not so long ago. It must be within a year ago. Uh, it, it has a large range of really beautiful fabric and yarn, and I hadn't realized that they dye their own yarn, and they had some fabulous bases, interesting bases, linen, wool, silk sort of mixes. Um, I was quite tempted, although I'm feeling slightly overwhelmed with the amount of yarn that I have to tackle at the moment. So I thought maybe I wouldn't buy more yarn. Um, I would buy fabric. So I did. So they had a lovely range of um, Nanny Iro, which I have quite a bit of Nanny Iro in my stash. So I headed myself towards the stand, the, the rack, which had all the rolls of Merchant and Mills linen, because I do love a good linen. And um, I found this one. I don't know if the colour's right. I think the colour is kind of right. I think that's pretty good. It's a really super uh, terracotta bricky linen. It's a he slightly heavier weight. It's not a super light linen. It's going to be perfect for wearing in cooler weather, I think. So I got, um, it's really wide. It's like 150 centimetres wide. So I think I got a metre and a half or something. Um, there's heaps there to make uh, some sort of tunic or um, 
you know a dress or something I like I do like my tunics so um like you know those little Esme dresses that I've made quite a few of with the sort of high high wide neckline set in sleeve slim slim fit got darts and I wear them as tunic length I've got a few of those I feel very very comfortable in those so I might make that although I'm tempted to try something else I don't know I haven't washed it yet I thought I'd just saved it just to show you so there it is. That was the first thing I bought. The second thing I bought was this. I don't know if you're going to see that so well. It is a Japanese seersucker. So it's a beautiful inky blue color. It's like an indigo inky blue. And it has, it's like a seersucker, so it's dip dimpled fabric. And in it, in each of the dimples, I've got my glasses on, <laughs> it has a little white um, cross. And it's kind of as if it's been hand sketched it hasn't uh, but that's what it looks like it looks like it's been stitched through but it hasn't uh, it's printed on it's really beautiful it reminds me of um you know that special uh dyeing that they do with indigo and sort of shisiko stitching where you do the, the stitching i've done a whole lot on my jeans where you've stitched up the knees with those lovely white stitches on top of the denim indigo denim it reminds me of that so i got enough to make some sort of top I'm not sure what, but I'm feeling like it wants to be sort of simple and maybe have um, maybe have sort of uh, gathered cuffs. That's what I'm thinking. I sort of feel like that. I sort of feel like I could layer it over the top of my bricky one. I don't know. I'm thinking layers and my long brown boots because I love my long brown boots and some sort of leggings or uh, trousers and this layered on top of this and then a big funky necklace on the front or a shawl, a shawl. That's what it could do with a shawl, a fabulous kind of, like my feather shawl, one of those sort of earthy colours, what woolen spun something. Do you get the drift? That's kind of what I'm thinking. So those two. So now I have to actually go and do some sewing. I haven't done any sewing for ages. I keep talking about sewing. I, ha I have made those, I made my trousers, didn't I? But I, um, I really have got to do some sewing. It's getting crazy. I'm wearing a t-shirt that I made quite a few years ago. I am still wearing handmade things but um they're getting a bit old they are getting a bit old the last thing i bought was actually at wool gathering so um they had a marketplace on one of the days i was kind of overwhelmed with the amount of beauty that was in that marketplace and um there is some yarn coming from there that i'll talk to you about another time that i'm going to do um some fun stuff with but i i um i wanted to buy something from claire at we love knitting and I followed Claire for ages, and her colours are super pretty, and it's nothing like my usual palette. It's not my sort of earthy, bricky tones. Uh, it's quite a different palette to mine. Lots of pastels and bright colours, and they're really pretty. So I wanted to get something, and I got this. Like, it's totally not like, I haven't bought anything like this for ages. Actually, I ended up doing a swap with Claire, so she's going to have some patterns of mine. She wanted to give it to me, but I couldn't let her give it to me. So we're doing a swap. So this is hot pink hot apricot and cream speckled with teal it's electrically gorgeous the socks i'm gonna put them on my feet like i might not wear this for a jumper like i would in my head i kind of want to that's how i feel inside i do actually feel like this inside myself i am you know bright inside sparky but um i probably don't wear it outside but I've got it with this to go for the toes. But I will wear it for, on my feet. I'll feel good. I feel really good with these made of socks. Having said that, 
the same daughter that was hanging over my shoulder um, who recognized the Fiber Smith name. I have, is my blonde daughter. Uh, she's blue-eyed, blonde, sort of olivey skin. Um, and she would look cool. This is totally her. This is totally, totally up her street. So there is a possibility I might make them for her. It's quite slim, but I might. And then because I can't resist these colors, again, look, it was obviously the weekend for these colors. I had to buy another, I bought another set for socks off her, and this is for my mum. These are my mum's colors too. Beautiful brick with blue. I've had a fascination with this combo for quite a few years now, and I haven't done anything with it. Um, I was on the bus in Cambridge in England years ago. I must have been pregnant because I wasn't walking or I was, anyway, I was on the bus. I looked down out. It got cut off because I was dribbling on for so long, so I'll keep going. Because <laughs> my video stops after 12 minutes. And if I start talking, it just cuts me off. So here we go. Anyway, I was on the bus. That's what I was saying. I was on the bus, looking out the window, looking down at this woman, beautiful young woman, long dark hair, walking obviously off to university or something. And um, she had on a, uh, I can't really remember exactly the details, except that it was ginger and navy, this ginger and sort of indigo navy combo of colors on. And I just thought, whoa, I love that combination of colors. I love it. And I kept thinking, I'm going to do something with that. And I have it. I, well, I did my gingerbread jumper. I suppose I wear that with a bit of blue. But this sort of combination, I just absolutely love them together. They look really good. So that's for my mum, the socks. I haven't let her have them yet. I gave them to her, and then I took them back so I could show you. So now I have to give them to her. Um, and then she saw a photo that I posted on Instagram, and I think she panicked that actually I was going to use them for a jumper. But it wasn't this yarn. It was a different yarn. So she doesn't have to panic. These are waiting for her. So that's what I got in my purchases. That's big enough. I think that's enough stuff. I mean, I could have gone really crazy. I could have got lots and lots of things, but quite frankly, I've got quite a lot of things. Like behind me, cupboards. So I've got a lot of stuff at the moment. It can feel a little overwhelming getting heaps of stuff. And I just wanted to be really focused on um, getting stuff that I really loved. So everything in that pile I've just shown you, it just makes me smile really makes me smile so that's that that's what I got I think that was all the things I had to show you from that now the next exciting thing I wanted to talk about mm, is happening right now and when this video goes out which will be as soon as it uploads which will be right now um I've got a I've got this cool cool design coming out with loop from London. Now Loop contacted me at the end of last year, sometime last year, and said, did I want to do a collaboration? I nearly fell over. Of course, yes, I'd love to. How exciting. When I lived in, um, now when I lived in London many years ago in the late 90s and early 2000s, I, I don't remember Loop being there. I don't, I don't think they were there. I, that's when I got back into knitting actually, and um, after a long break through my 20s, and I would go to John Lewis. I can remember going down to John Lewis and getting uh, Debbie Bliss books and baby and Debbie Bliss yarn and Rowan yarn and Rowan magazines um, when I was pregnant with my son who's just about to turn 16. So that was a long time ago and I don't I, I, I knew I lived in Islington and that's where, that's where Loop is. I lived in Islington actually I lived in Highbury which is just north of Islington and then I moved we bought a place in Hoxton and so I knew Islington, that was my stamping ground. Um, I used to catch the 19 bus right the way through Islington to work. And 
yeah, I, lo I love that part of London. I absolutely love it. So I knew that quite well and I hadn't come across Loop. But um, when we went back, we came back to New Zealand briefly, but back to England again, moved to Cambridge. And I'd make my whole family go down to London to just to visit Loop often. And I remember ringing them and ordering things over the phone uh, because of, we went back to Islington because we were really fond of it. And of course, I discovered they were there. And I think that was, I don't know, through over the years, over the years, I discovered they were there. And I would love going to visit their shop. It's absolutely beautiful. It's such a beautiful shop. It has a special place in my heart, that shop, um, because it reminds me of that time that I was there. And it reminds me of those years when I was getting, you know, really really involved in the knitting scene again and uh, and the sort of opening of the knitting world for me to realize that it wasn't just me on my own knitting at home that there was this whole other world knitting too so when they asked me if they wanted to do a collaboration I was absolutely floor floored <laughs> um, and I was also really nervous because I wanted to do a good job so we talked about what yarn to use and um, I ended up going, deciding to use the uncommon thread. I can't, I've, I've put some photos at the beginning of this podcast, and um, if I manage it, I'll pop a few up now. Uh, that's That might be too technological for me, but I'll try um, to show you what the design is. But I used, because the sample is now back in London, um, at Loop. So if you're near London, if you're in London, and or you're going to Loop, you'll see it there. Go and have a look. Um, so anyway, I ended up choosing some absolutely beautiful yarn from The Uncommon Thread. Now, I, I can't remember when I first came across them, except that the name really um, the name really made me smile. I just, I thought that was really clever, their name, The Uncommon Thread. And the colours were always so beautiful. I really enjoyed the colours of their yarn. So I ended up choosing a light DK. Uh, it's not super light. It's uh, about 225 metres to 100 grams. So it's just... You know, and your average decay is around 200, so it's not crazy light. Um, anyway, I wanted something cozy, and that would make that would just make you feel good. I think there's a bit of a feel good feeling at Loop. Uh, everything's very beautiful, and it just feels good. So I wanted to sort of encapsulate that, and I went for this color, which just was as a knockout color called Golden Praline, and then I've mixed it with a color called Robin's Egg. I had a little bit of a play around with colours before I settled on those. Um, the design didn't initially just kind of come to me. It's called Zabadoo. The design is called Zabadoo. The name totally just came to me. Once I finished the shawl and I looked at it, I thought, Zabadoo, you are definitely Zabadoo. It's zingy. It's fun. Um, it's just a little bit sassy. I, I really like this design. So it didn't initially come to me though, the design. I played around with the colours, mixing the colours and how I was going to do it um, because they're a slightly unusual combination I think and um, I needed to get the balance just right and in the end what I came up with was um, sort of splashes of the blue through a base of the gold and I think that works to really balance them beautifully it just the blue um, didn't need a lot lot big big lot of blue you just needed a little bit of the blue because it's so you know um, engaging that you need to just a little bit dotted through the gold and that's what I've come up with so it's lots of slip stitches there's a bit of texture there's some relaxing garter there's enough shaping to keep it interesting it's a large wrap that you can wrap up in, you can chuck it on over your outfit, you wind it around your neck, you can step out and feel pretty good, I think. And there are tassels. On the end of each end there are two lovely plump tassels. And I did mine in the golden praline just to keep the flow of those colours. 
So Kit, uh, Kit, so Loop are doing kits. Now right now you can find the PDF pattern from me um, on Ravelry, and I'll put links to everything in the show notes. And you can find actual kits if you want the yarn that I use, which is only available through Loop. You can buy kits that have the yarn. There's three skeins of the gold and one skein of the blue and the printed pattern and a project bag. You can buy those at Loop directly, and I'll put links to those kits in my show notes as well. Um, they have two other colorways that you can choose and they're both very beautiful. There's a pink on pink colorway, so sort of a dark rose with a light rose. It's really pretty. The light rose has a slight speckle through it. Um, that's one of, the, one of the colorways you can choose that they've actually made up, so the sample's in the shop too. And the other colorway is a heartbreaker. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, it's that beautiful stormy gray with a few speckles through it and a teal green. And I mean, these are just more of the colors that, you know, I, I just, I salivate at these kind of colors. They are absolutely beautiful. So there are three kits to choose from, the golden, um, the golden praline and the duck egg blue, the pink on pink, the two roses, and then the stormy gray with the teal. So you can go and choose those. There's a bunch of kits there. They'll be available now. Um, I, I can't wait to see making them up. I absolutely can't wait to see. If you can't get hold of the kits, then you can grab um, you can grab some DK or light DK from your stash. If you've got some, you need three skeins of the main colour and one skein of the contrast colour. Uh, but if you are put off by postage, if you do want the kits, don't be put off by postage. The postage from the UK is really, really reasonable. Uh, it's not crazy expensive. I buy things from the UK. It's not it's not expensive and it's really fast. So um, if you're at my end of the world and you want to indulge in those, do it. It's really fun. And if you're at the other end of the world or in America, it, it's not crazy, the postage. So grab those too. So I think that's... I think that's uh, it's just really cool. I'm really excited. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see your shawls. So come and show me. Come and tell me if you're making them. Um, put some pictures in the Ravelry group. We might have a knit along. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Have a think about that. And um, if you're not going to use the loop yarn, come and show me your colour combos because I want to see what, what you choose too. Uh, now the last thing I wanted to talk to you about today was where you can find me. I've got a busy few days ahead of me. Uh, this Saturday, this uh, podcast is coming out hopefully Friday night, Saturday morning. Um, it's the 25th or 26th, that'll be of May. On the 26th of May here in Auckland in Henderson, we have our annual, it's the 5th uh, wool fest. Wool fest is really, really fun. It's a busy, bustling day. Lots of people come. I take all my samples. I have my rack set up. I try and create a bit of a space that feels a little bit like my home. I take some things from my home, rugs and plant stands and flowers and mirrors. And you can come into my little space and try on all the samples. I have lots of patterns available for you to buy. Um, and just come and have some fun. Come and say hi. I can't wait to see you. So I'll be there from uh, 10 till 4, I think, is uh, the times that the doors are open. Henderson at the Corbins Estate Centre on Saturday at Woolfest. Um, it's just a really good day. It's lots of fun. There's going to be food trucks and coffee carts this time. Cross your fingers, the weather's okay. It's beautiful today. Uh, one year it was absolutely thundering down, and it was fine. <laughs> but I hope it's, I hope it's fine. Um, come early and get a park and come and say hi. And then have Sunday off and then on Monday 
Um, there's a new yarn shop that's just opened in Auckland. It's called Stitch and Bitch. There's a beautiful cafe that has a yarn shop in it. It's open already. I haven't popped down yet, but I'll be there on Monday. They're having a big opening party. I'll be there all day from 10 till 6. I'm going to take a bunch of my samples and you can come and try them on if you miss me at Woolfest. Uh, come and say hi. Come and see the new shop. It's going to be a fun space for us to hang out. So come and say hi to me. On Monday at Stitch and Bitch in Parnell. I'll put details of both Woolfest and Stitch and Bitch in the show notes. So go and have a look um, so you can find your way to say hi on Saturday and Monday. And I'll tell you about the next things. There's more things coming up in the next couple of months. This is our busy time, isn't it, down here? Our winter yarny parties. They're all due to start. So it was lovely chatting to you today. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you in two weeks time. I've got an awesome interview with you. And uh, in the meantime, if you want to know anything I talked about in the podcast, have a look at the show notes. I hope you have a lovely couple of weeks. Do lots of knitting. Send some sewing vibes my way, will you? Sewing vibes. I really should sit down and sew. I'm going to try and knit a cardigan next week. I don't know how I'm going to do it sewing as well, but I really, really want to. I really want to. I'll see you later. Bye, everybody. For a teapot There's no excuse now Not to be knitting Cause you can do it standing You can do it sitting Take out your needle Yeah, yeah We're casting, casting on One, two, three, four, five Once I got a fish and love you